Hey everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. Today it's me, Jeff, and I'm here with Greg and Aaron again, and we're talking about 2016 goals. This is a time of year when people are setting New Year's resolutions and thinking about what they want to do in the new year, and so we thought we'd talk about some of the personal biking goals that we have and also some of the goals for Single Tracks this year. So Greg, what's one of your goals for 2016? Hey Jeff, I've got a few goals, different things I want to get done, but probably the number one goal is to start bikepacking. I really just want to start dabbling in bikepacking and sort of see where it takes me. I'm hoping to work my way up slowly, start with overnight trips, but eventually I've got a 180 mile like circumnavigation of my home valley mapped out that I don't think has ever been done before. That would be quite an experience. It's going to take a lot of work to get there, but we'll see what happens in the next year. How about you, Aaron? Uh, well, like you, I, I hope to get into bikepacking a little bit more next year. Looking at possibly doing the Hurricane 300 in Florida, which is in January, I believe. That's kind of a, a race, but apart from that, I'd, I'd like to do just some more trips around North Georgia and Western North Carolina. And just in general, I'm uh, going to try to get get back and do some more racing this year. In 2015, I did a handful of races, and it was kind of the the first year in a while where I really felt motivated to do some mountain bike racing. So it was fun to get back out there and mix it up and pretty happy with the way I performed, but would really, really like to go back out there again in 2016 and a couple races in particular, the Snake Creek Gap, which is a time trial series here in Georgia. They revised the format a little bit it used to be a 34 mile race but now they're offering a 50 mile option which i signed up for so it could be a really terrible idea <laughs> or not kind of depending on how how the weather goes which you you never know here in in georgia it could be sleeting or it could be 65 degrees so we'll see how that goes hopefully it makes it for a good story at least and then i'll be doing the transylvania epic again which is a stage race in central pennsylvania around state college that's one that they also revised the format up until 2016 it's been a seven day race but they're short shortening it a little bit making it five days making it a little more accessible to a broader range of riders so i had a blast at that race this year the trails in pennsylvania just blew me away i had no idea you could cram so much rock into one place <laughs> So yeah, looking looking forward to getting back to the Transylvania Epic and then O-Ram in North Carolina at the end of the summer is is another big one. Yeah, it's a 68 mile uh, with almost 11,000 feet of climbing. So it's a big day on the bike and looking to break the six and a half hour mark next year is my goal. Well, yeah, speaking of all these trips and this East Coast riding, you know, I think one of my goals is to do a real East Coast trip this year. You know, I typically will go out west. You know, we went out west this past year to ride in Colorado with the single tracks team. And I'm thinking, you know, I've kind of, I, obviously I live in the in the southeast, but I feel like I kind of neglect some of the trails around here and don't really spend as much time as I should exploring the east coast. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff. And for me, you know, growing up on the east coast, the west is just so different and has been interesting to me for that reason. But the same time i think there's a lot of great stuff here on the east coast too so maybe a single tracks east coast team meetup this year i think would be a lot of fun vermont maybe i'll be down for vermont <laughs> yes. been wanting to go Kingdom there trails yes more of that 
On top of that, I've got a few other trips that I'm hoping to knock out this year. I've always wanted to go ride in Salmon, Idaho. We've got a single tracks user, David Lingle. David's pretty well known in the Salmon, Idaho mountain bike scene. He helps build trails there, is heavily involved with a trail building organization. David's posted some amazing photos and routes to single tracks and it really just looks like true wilderness epic riding up there, which is what I love. So I'm really hoping to get up to that zone and just check it out. I'm also hoping to check some big names off my list like Whistler, which I still haven't ridden at. Maybe go international again. What about gear for you guys? Do you guys have any specific gear that you're stoked to check out in the coming year? Santa Cruz Tallboy LT, I'm telling you. <laughs> I know I've been on about this for a while, but apart from that specific bike, just more 29er trail bikes in general because in the next, I don't know, year or two, whenever I'm ready to replace my current trail bike, that's most likely what I'm going to get is something in the you know 140-ish mil travel range. So something that can handle some rugged descending, but something that's not going to be really burdensome to ride on six to eight hour rides. Personally, with the bent on bike packing, I'm hoping to flesh out my bike packing kit a little bit more. I'm already working on that. We're kind of getting an ultra lightweight camping setup and a sleep system, other bike packing frame bags I don't yet have. And I'm currently working on that biking gear. I've got a lot in, so you'll be reading more about that on the website soon. Cold weather and deep snow specific stuff, so should be good. And as far as bikes, I'm really stoked to hopefully get a long-term review of a 27.5 plus trail bike going. Again, that's in the works, but hopefully that all comes through in 2016. Yeah, so what about, is there stuff that you guys want to learn this year? So one of the things that I want to do this year is learn to wheelie and to manual like a pro, like Aaron Chamberlain does. <laughs> That's one of those things that it looks super cool. And I, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun to me. And I'm the kind of guy who I don't spend a lot of time just sitting around like sessioning and messing around on the bike. But now that I've got kids and they're just messing around and learning to ride bikes, I feel like this is a good time for me to do that. I should have plenty of opportunities to do it. And so this will be the year for me that I'm going to make it happen. Lots of good videos on YouTube too, to, you know, show me how to do it. So I'm confident that I can get it done. You can definitely do it. Get yourself a set of flat pedals and practice. Yeah, that's one thing. I don't even have any flat pedals. So yeah. I guess there's a little bit of gear involved too. Yeah, it just really makes things easier when you're learning. Yeah, you know, I still am trying to get better at wheelies. I mean, you guys know when you ride with me, if we're on any straightish section of trail or road, I'm trying to wheelie. So <laughs> it's taken me 30 plus years to get to this point. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it does take time. But yeah, catch you. Yeah, like you, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to learn to manual. I can do it for all of like three feet. But yeah, manualing looks really cool. And like wheeling, it's an actual useful skill out on the trail as well. So that's something that I'll be trying my hand at. And kind of speaking on the learning side of things, I know I've mentioned this before, but I will be working with a coach for next year. So that's going to tie in with a couple of my other goals. Obviously, doing some more racing, I'd like to have better results. And I ride a lot, and I, I feel like I do get a little bit better every year, but I feel like working with a coach and being very focused and 
you know, actually having a plan and sticking to it that I'll be able to make some really big strides in my speed. So hope to learn a lot more about training and I hope to get fitter and faster. Maybe a broken record here, but um, ultra lightweight backcountry travel. And that might sound obvious, but it's actually all, there's a lot to learn in association with it. I think I've already started a little bit this past year sort of trimming down my kit and like trying to understand exactly what I need and what I don't and how to survive on less. I really am going to take that to the next degree in this coming year. I mean, that applies to bikepacking, going ultralight, but still being self-sufficient. But I'm also hoping to do some backcountry running in wilderness areas where bikes aren't allowed and taking those same skills and applying them there. There's quite a big learning curve with that, just understanding yourself and what you need and what you really don't need and just think you need so that's where i'm heading so cool that was fun talking about our personal goals and you know i'm sure everybody out there too has their own personal goals and we'd love to hear about them on the forums you know one of the things that i've found you know writing about what i'm doing and now talking about in a podcast but basically when you put an idea out there when i when i say i'm gonna learn to do a wheelie like i'm accountable now because i said it so (laughs) it's on record exactly so (laughs) You know, if you're the kind of person that always has these lofty goals and you don't feel like you attain them and you're not sure why, one thing to try is put it out there, post it online, post it on your Facebook or post it on single tracks and tell people that's what you're doing this year. And that could be the motivation that you need is just to do what you said you're going to do. The other thing that I wanted to talk about real quickly was what we're doing at single tracks this year as a team. So One of the big changes we'll have in the new year is we're updating our logo for the first time in at least 10 years. And a lot of that's driven by basically some of the changes we've gone through at single tracks. You know, we've grown a ton over the last several years and we've kind of expanded our focus from just being a trail database to doing gear reviews. And then now a lot of what we do is is sharing more in-depth stories, feature stories and articles and things. And so we want our identity to reflect that. And so we're updating the logo, really excited about what that's going to look like. And so that'll be something for the new year. And then also just more generally, we're looking for more ways to boost engagement with single tracks. So to get people coming back to the site and interacting more and, you know, we really want to hear from everyone that, you know, that's, that's the big thing is that single tracks has always been an online community in the true sense of the term. We need people to be engaged. We have millions of people visit the website every year, but a small fraction of those people actually give back to the site. And by give back, I mean, you know, post a review or tell us about a new trail or something like that. And, and it's not, this is not a guilt trip. This is not to say like people need to contribute more and like, we're really disappointed in you. It's more like, (laughs) it's more a case of like, we need to do a better job of making it easier for people to do that and to have their voice heard and to then take that information and make it useful for everyone else. You know, that's, that's the whole idea behind crowdsourcing and coming together as a community to share information. So we're excited about doing a better job about that in 2016. And then the other thing is reaching out to more of an international audience. We've seen that in the last year, really growing the audience more and more outside the United States. I mean, obviously we're based in the U.S., but we really are interested to know more about mountain biking across the world, and we think our readers are too. And so we're going to do our best to bring those stories 
to the website and to the podcast in the coming years. So those are kind of the things that we're working on as a team, um, and we're, we're really excited about 2016. So thanks for joining us for the last podcast of the year. We'll be back next year. See you then. Peace. Peace.